0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I
0: I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time.
1: Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.
0: Yeah, there should be some passion.
1: This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring.
0: Hey, okay, one thing the game needs is more people like
1: you. You you. still have grown man run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts, this is Daniel Bard, this is Steve salt Aaron Saltsalamaki. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball, baseball, baseball isn't boring.
0: Welcome to baseball isn't boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. It's that time again to make you some money. Make you some money, Pap. Betting Um, isn't
1: boring. It's raining this morning here in uh, Mississippi, but by this afternoon, it's it's raining water, but this afternoon, it's going to be raining money.
0: And that is thanks to your uh, expertise on betting isn't boring. FanDuel, thanks so much for uh, making Pap the next big star. Um, Oh, my God. You know, it's funny, Pap. I was talking to a former teammate of yours, and he said there is no better person to... Be in the position that you are, that making people money on this podcast. That that person was a fellow uh, reliever, Daniel Bard, uh, who was on the podcast earlier. So they know what's what, Pat. They know what's what. Yeah. They know they know where your path was going to lead to this excellence right here. Yes, sir. Yes,
1: sir. That's because, you know, I used to run the casino on the plane. I think a lot of guys realize, you know, it's, it's just things kind of fall into place here. You know, I thought it might have been Shill. You know, I did Shill's show. Got to give a shout out to Shill. All
0: yeah. right. All right. Well, you know, I think that there's a lot of people on those teams and I miss those teams. Holy mackerel. I miss those teams. Do you remember? It's just just not the same anymore. No, it's not. It's not. And even talking to, you know, I was talking to Bard. He's so good. He's so, and everybody's different, right? Everyone has their different way, but he's so good to talk to. And, and I walk away. I'm like, that's how it used to be. Like I said to all right. I'm like, that's how it used to be. And uh, do you remember this? I don't know if you were part of this or not. Speaking of betting in 2008, there was a, do you remember my suit and my jacket and tie challenge that I had? Do you, were, you yes. in on, were you in on that?
1: Yes, I, I was in on that.
0: So the story was, and I thought of this the other day because I, I wore a jacket for TV. Um, and it, we were in Tokyo, your favorite place. And uh, And Cora goes, You know, oh, you look like a slob, whatever. I'm like, Listen, I'm just trying to get through. I said, I bet you that I will wear a jacket and tie every single game. If I come into the clubhouse, I am wearing a jacket and tie. And then next thing you know, because you like the – everybody likes the action. Oh, yeah. Six grand later, which I, I put to charity, of course. Um, six grand later, I made it the whole way. But here's the thing, Pat. You know who was the most invested or gave me the most crap about that? The like the one time that I came around the corner with maybe a jacket half on was the guy who wasn't even in it. JD Drew, like JD Drew, was obsessed oh, with it.
1: Give me a break. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, nah, that doesn't even count.
0: No, yeah. there should there should be something like that. That got us through that whole season. That was a good time. Yeah, so that, man. See, you just don't have that anymore. You don't, man. No, you know what, Joe Madden. Like it was the one of the great stories about that. I'm standing on the Tropicana field, and and the PR guy says Joe wants to see you in his office. I'm like, oh shit, what what's going on? I walk in, and he gave me ten ties because he had heard about this. So there you go. You can blame him for losing your money. Anyway, that was the that we talk about betting. There you go. That was the legalized betting in in the baseball clubhouse. Okay, Pap. Here we go. That was a wild scene. That, that was a wild group. And and by the way, this poor one out for Mark Kotze. You know, former teammate Mark Kotze. Like doing by the way, doing a. Uh, I can't imagine managing that team doing going through what he's going through, but good for them for winning some games, right?
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. I've always Kots is a baseball lifetimer man. And uh, you know, that's just a whole um situation where man, like I mean, you're stuck between a rock and a hard place, you know? Do you- I mean, I, look, at the end of the day, and we don't have to go on this for long, they're going to be the Los Angeles Athletics.
0: La- Las Vegas. I mean, Las
1: Vegas Athletics, sorry. There's no question about it.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: You know, maybe that'll work out for Cots and the A's, but they they really have not much power, in my opinion.
0: You got any good stories for pitching there? Pitching in Oakland?
1: Um... No, I, I remember one day, uh, Veritek kicked my ass pretty good one day in the uh, trainer room there, and the it was so bad that I think uh, one day we walked out, not one guy tipped the clubby, because it was like, all we had was like a smoothie or something, and the guy was like, hey, can we make you some smoothies? And I'm like, bro. Like, it's it's time to eat supper. Like, it's game. It's meal time. I'm like, you got fucking smoothies.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. Oakland, the home of the smoothie. It's but uh, soon they'll like you said they'll be in Las Vegas. But, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're not here to bet on the A's because well, we can sidetracked easy, Rob. Well, it's, good, that's what the podcast is all about. Um, all right, where do you want to start? Uh, do you you have- I I'll
1: tell you where I want to start. I will oh. tell you exactly where I want
0: to start. Okay.
1: I, uh, last time I was on this show, I, I, I had a little conversation about y'all about uh, the Phillies.
0: Oh, this. Oh, whoa, 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 okay. I let me let me set the scene. You did the power rankings, which yeah. is it got a lot of buzz. People wrote stories about Jonathan Papelbon picks the Phillies as the number five team in his power rankings. Now, at that yeah. time, I believe they had lost like four in a row. They're like five games under five hundred, but as you said, this is about you know this is about knowing what's what and not relying just solely on the record, on the standings, and all of that. You
1: yeah, well, I tried to I tried to convince and
0: persuade um,
1: our numbers crunching, pistol pushing producer that just you know, producer effort about, <laughs> about, about <laughs> what the the internet may say. You know what I mean, or the uh. You know the the interweb or the, the whatever you call it. You know, <laughs> so I tried to convince this guy that when you rank a team of power and, and rankings, you can't just say, "Oh, put in all the power numbers and
0: let's see what unfolds." What the computer's going to say? No, I, I don't dig that. Well, you know what? You were right. You were right. You know what they are? They are eleven and two. Eleven and two. I think since that two
1: in the last ten games, I believe Rob.
0: Yeah.
1: Harper's back. Castellanos is ripping the ball. I mean, you got Schwarbs doing what Schwarbs always does. And, hey, this Dominguez kid in Philly closing, he's got a real chance, man. I mean, he's got a chance to stay there for a little while, I think, probably break my record with the saves leading there. And, I mean, I like that kid. Um Man, the pieces are coming together, and, and that is what you know. I try to talk to y'all about that crystal ball. Remember, and I saw it. I saw all these pieces coming together. And man, I'm telling you, wild card spot, look out!
0: You think Dominguez will break your record?
1: I do. I, well, they got to keep him, you know. But I think yeah. he is. Um, I think he's one of these closers that prepares every day well. he's, he's he knows how to stay healthy. He's shown that. That's a big, big key for a closer and a reliever, as you well know. Um, so, and he's got all the assets. I mean, the, the dude's got every asset you can want.
0: All right. So, this is, we're this is, we ready to take this next level. Okay, so, right now, the Phillies and the Mets are both plus 3,000 to win the World Series. I'm going to give you the opportunity. Are you, forget about betting the Phillies. Like, Because obviously, like you bet plus 3,000, you're going to make some money. Yeah, are the Phillies going to win the World Series? In your heart of hearts, it,
1: in my heart of hearts, I think they will be in the World Series. Uh, you're gonna have to. We're gonna have to do a trade deadline talk.
0: You know? Oh, okay, all right, all okay, right. So
1: that I, I can't really necessarily. I, I think they will be in the, back in the World Series. I do because I think they're gonna make a big move. Because I think by the end of July, if you had the Phillies at five hundred, uh, a little bit over five hundred by the end of July,
0: yeah, book it uh. because
1: they because that means that they've gotten their piece that they need and and the trade deadline and uh, they're going to be
0: well, you know, Pap, if there's one, if there's one GM. Who is? There's no room for interpretation. Whether it comes to if they're in it at all, they're going to trade for somebody. It's Dombrowski, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Dom's going to yes. No, no question about. It. So, um, you know, I I really think that you know, like people start to, um, especially in Philly, man. You get off to a bad start in Philly. Trust me, I've been off to three bad starts in Philly. It ain't good. <laughs> Well, they get so, up, but, but last year they did. No, when I was there,
0: no, I know. But last year, I'm saying like that was the one time they were able to pull themselves out of it. But they had to fire them. Uh, yes, last yes, year, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm
1: saying it's not good. But at the end of the season, towards that trade deadline, that I'm talking to you about, if, if if they make a big move, man, it will it will re-energize them. It will it will carry them. I'm just telling you, it just does.
0: Well, there you go. So. Like I said, plus, plus three
1: thousand. I'm taking it all day. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah, that
0: goes without saying. I mean, like, Let me you, tell you you're... why.
1: because this, this, this line and, and and the movement with this line is all as the season goes on, especially if they start playing better, which I very much think that be well above five hundred by the end of July. And if that does happen, these odds are only going to get more to
0: the casino's favor. Okay, so the other team I mentioned, the Mets are also plus 3,000. Now, this is bizarre to me because you have the Mets, You know, I, I think they're three or basically three and a half games in the back of the Phillies. Um, they seem like more of a mess than the Phillies. The Phillies seem to have – actually, their starting pitchers are figuring it out, why the Mets are going the other way. What – as the you've already declared how you feel like the Phillies are gonna go. The Mets are the other interesting team. Where are they gonna go, Pat? How do you feel about them?
1: The Mets are gonna go in the exact opposite direction, I believe. Um first off, you got Pete Alonzo that got hit in the hand. Uh man, dude, ham, hand injuries, hamate bones, all that bullshit, man, is tough, tough to play with. Um I don't see him coming back. I, I remember Pedroia had to change his whole swing the year he played with his broken thumb or handmade type yeah. finger. You know, I'm not uh, – wrist and below, whatever you want to call it. And uh, it's just – you got to change it. It's the same thing with a pitcher, man. Remember Beckett, he gets blisters and all that. Every little tiny thing that, like, with your hands and baseball, man, It's, it's it, once you injure those, it's hard to really – you know, you have to change – what you've been doing, you have to change your swing, your the way you throw. Uh, I don't see him coming back too quick. Uh, um, you got Scherzer, who's, I mean, he's he's doing well. Um, but you know, he's he's had the whole tar issue, blah blah blah. You got Verlander, who's not himself back in the you know, and back and forth in the trainer room and, and IL. So, um I just hey, look at me. it. I'm going to tell you what my crystal ball said this morning. That's why I texted you earlier. I need eight more minutes. My, yeah. my crystal ball didn't want to wake up this morning for some reason. <laughs> but um, he gave him a 28% chance. I got I got him at 28% chance to win the uh, – to go to the playoffs. Oh, and, um, that's it. And, then, and he projected the, the ball, my crystal ball, he projected him at below 80 wins this year. You believe that?
0: Below 80 wins for the Mets. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy, yeah. but you know what you talking about trade deadline nine point five projected wins. <laughs> there you go. And I bet the, I I gotta go look at their over under for wins at the beginning of the year. It was probably at least ninety, right? Oh, easy, easy, easy. low nineties. Yeah. Yeah. But they're gonna. You talk about trade deadline. You know that Stevie C is gonna Stevie Cohen is gonna be like, hey, you know what? If we're even close, we've already pushed try- out. What? He'll be a buyer. Oh, that's what I mean. He's yeah. He's he's doing the he's doing the Ortiz. He's pushing all his chips in the middle of the table without without <laughs> without, without any care.
1: Hey, <laughs> it's going to be like Ortiz having ace king going against his pocket <laughs> aces.
0: Ah, uh, the stories about Ortiz just like bullying people in the poker table. It's it's. With nothing in his hand, right? So, nothing, nothing. Yeah, it great. Well, that's yeah, good. That's essentially, what's a
1: great analogy,
0: though? Because that's Thank essentially
1: you. what the Mets will have to do.
0: Thank you. I, I'm pretty proud of that. Actually, yeah. it'll be the best thing I do all day. Not even question. All right. So we this. I, those are two fascinating teams in synopsis. Phillies. I'm,
1: I'm interested to hear your point. You're, you oh no, I,
0: I think I I'm with you. I think the Phillies have started figuring out. Um, they first of all, their starting pitching has been crazy good lately, and uh, you know Schwarber. It's funny, I saw some stat. You want to talk about you know WAR and, and that stat? Well, Schwarber is on pace to hit over forty home runs and have like a negative WAR. Like I don't care. I give me the guy who's going to hit forty home runs.
1: Yeah, look, look. Here's the here's the thing in Philadelphia, man. The band is back together. I mean, dude, you got Castellanos protecting Schwarber. You got Schwarber hitting bombs. You got Art back. Their pitching is coming around. I'm telling you, man, the band is back, baby.
0: I like it. I'm with you. I'm I'm totally with you. Um, so yeah, I it's gonna be a it, the Braves are gonna win that division. But yeah, the Mar- but
1: that's why but, I said wild card earlier. Yeah, the but Braves- but here's
0: the thing, Pap. In that division, like I look, take a deep dive when you get a chance. I know that you're still uh, – we're still reveling in the first game of the year, Jazz Chisholm hitting the home run and the Marlins winning, getting that parlay. But, yeah. like, holy mackerel, the Marlins aren't bad. Like, I thought this was, like, oh, well, you know, it's a nice little story. They – you have Jorge Soler hitting home runs all over the place. You have, uh, obviously, the best hitter in the world, Luisa Rise. You know, you have, like, good young pitching. It's – they're legit, like th- – of the teams that we're talking about, there are some, you have teams that people are just waiting to go away, right? You have the Marlins, you have the pirates. Maybe you could put the reds in there. They're making a surge now with all those young players, Ellie, Della Cruz, and those guys, you obviously have the diamondbacks, but I think that all those teams, people sleep on them because they don't know the players, pap. They're good teams. Yeah. And they're
1: small market teams,
0: right? Right. um, but here's the
1: thing: is Miami has quietly, quietly assembled a really good team, man. Like, like they really have. Um, uh, and they've got a young, good core group of kids, man. Um, dude, Solaire is just what has got.
0: I, I don't know, but here's the other thing: I gotta look up to see if Fanduel has these odds for a rise hitting 400. I know he's Luis. slumping. De Luis Arise, so he was hitting. He was hitting close to four hundred. Yeah, he had a little bit of a slump. He's down in the three eighties. But holy mackerel! It's I don't he's care. He's not Missing a barrel, dude. <laughs> no, he's uh what? He's not missing barrel. I mean, no. It's barrel. No, he's, he's, same, he's insanely good. So, <laughs> like, so we're gonna find that odds. All right. Well, speaking of odds, uh, we. We've obviously, at the beginning of the year, we went through all the player awards, MVP, Cy Young, so forth and so on. And we'll get to all those down the road and re- rehash. And we'll try to recalibrate, I guess, maybe maybe, uh, maybe in a week or two. But the one that I want to dig in on right now is AL MVP because PAP, FanDuel has it. Joe Hayatani, minus 250, the field, plus 190. What do you got?
1: Well, you know, here's the thing is, man, is the field at plus money, it looks like a great bet, but barring Otani getting hurt, and, and, and look, I would, you know, a lot of people might think I'm crazy, but I would actually wait a little bit on my AL MVP vote, right? So you put one in this early on in the season that you think you're going to get great odds on, and you, and then you might throw in another um, like an insurance bet yep. later on in the season. So I'm going to actually wait a little bit longer on this, um, and I want I want the people to listen to wait too
0: because as it
1: it's a little bit early because if he gets injured right now,
0: you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look at your look at your NL Cy Young pick. Yeah, Woodward. So, say it again. What you you pick Woodward for the NL Cy Young? Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't so, think like he's going to win it. Hurt. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So um, that's my point is is that you know you're only what minus two fifty right now. What is it? Two fifty? Yeah. Uh
0: it's. Uh, but boy, I just lost it. Where is it? It's. Um, so you have Otani minus 250. Yep, in the field plus 190.
1: Yeah, so okay, so there you go. So I I I am confident enough to say if I can give him another 3 weeks to a month of the season to at least get past the All-Star break or you know, somewhere in there, and even if it goes up to 350, I'm still going to take it. Okay. Okay. So I'm just I'm just I'm just kind of riding Vegas on this and waiting to see what the line does as it goes. And as soon as it gets up and up, and I'm watching, I'm watching it, and, and it's almost like, you know, like the stock market. Okay, when it gets to my number, I'm out. Or when okay. it gets to my number, I'm in, you know. I, I, I like 350 being my number. If it gets anywhere above that, I'm going to try to jump on it before it gets to 350. Okay, all right. Good. I love a tiny man. I don't know how you can't. Uh, I mean, dude, this guy is literally doing things that none of us have ever seen before i mean dude the guy is raking what is he nine and two now eight let I me mean, eight and two he's eight and two yeah now.
0: well and and just last On night last last night he hits the longest opposite field home run in the hey, history no. of statcast yeah no.
1: like what this guy I, I mean honestly i'm starting to think you know uh, is this guy even real man like i i i just I know what it takes to 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 play and i know what it takes to prepare and having to do it on both ends just totally amazes me man um, you know it's just it's really you know we really should consider ourselves lucky man to see this guy play and um you know the what what else can you say about this guy when he's freaking raking, hitting bombs, and pumping a hundred, dude, and, and and has a nine and two ERA? I mean, it's just, I don't know how any how he lose. Like I said earlier, the
0: only way he loses is if he gets hurt. Let me ask you this: Is there anybody you played with or played against that you thought maybe they could? not to do no one can do it to the level of otani but hey you know that guy's such a freak athlete maybe it was a pitcher who took BP and like holy crap you can hit the ball or maybe it was a hitter who had a great arm or nothing no nobody nothing, close. nothing
1: nothing, nah. nothing even comparable to what we were watching right now um you know it it's it's to me it's it's revolutionary dude it's it's freaking fantastic man I mean this is like like, people need to realize how lucky you are. I mean, in my opinion, if you ask me right now would I rather watch Babe Ruth play or Shohei Otani, I'm going to tell you Otani.
0: Hmm. There I you mean, go.
1: It, it, he is the modern-day version of Babe Ruth, and um, we should all feel blessed to be watching this, man. It's incredible, man, to me.
0: I would have liked to see you face Babe Ruth.
1: I mean, I, I look. I, I would like to go out on, on in New York with Babe Ruth. I mean, much less face him. I mean,
0: <laughs> That's a wild ride. I
1: mean, face Babe Ruth in a game or go out with him. In New
0: York. <laughs> uh, that reminds me, we had on uh, we had the, on the actor D.B. Sweeney who played Shoeless Joe Jackson in Eight Men Out. He tells a great story about convincing Charlie Sheen in a New York bar to go to be the center fielder in eight men out. Like that's, that's the party that you're like the, the D the D B sweetie back in the day, Charlie, Sheen, the eight men out crew in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Pap, one last thing. The, this, I was thinking about this because of the, the nuggets parade and we, you know, the NBA parade championship parade. We
1: got two last things. I got to give you all my, uh, Oh, we
0: didn't get the paps pick. Yeah. All right uh all right let's do pass pick now sorry okay. so, all right let's do it so this is for everyone hurry up get your bet in win some money on friday night right correct
1: yeah this this is for today's game now we're right today. right
0: right so you're collecting your money so, on so saturday
1: get it in early um i you know i had a long talk with the crystal ball this morning and um We, man, both of us really, really are on the Phillies right now. You know, we tried to tell y'all earlier last, you know, show that I was on about the Phillies. You know, probably everybody wanted to go on their, you know, Twitch, Twitter, whatever, all this, that, and the other, you know. Um, So I'm riding them. They're eight and two in their last two games. And they're playing tomorrow. um, The athletics still, again, today. Athletics. All over the place, as we well know. Uh, and yeah, they
0: they had their run.
1: Yeah, they had their run, and, and, and it's done. And and here's the thing: is man, you can get the Phillies money line today on FanDuel for minus one fifty four. Okay, and you can get the run line on the Phillies at plus one twelve. Right. So in all, essentially in all of we're only looking at minus 140 for two bets you're not having to give up a whole lot of uh, juice and um you could go a twofer that's why i call a twofer you pick your two bam they both hit you're not giving up a lot of juice i don't see how the phillies do not win by you know six seven eight runs today um the athletics aren't worried about anything the phillies are worried about a lot
0: okay i like it i mean ride the hot hand don't jump yeah. off. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't jump off the Phillies. Like it's a perfect. I love the fact that this podcast today has when Phillies fans listen to it, they're going to feel better than ever. They're going to have a spring in their step. So there you go. You
1: know, and the it, Phillies fans need to go out tonight and have an extra shot tonight. You know, just 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 keep it real.
0: Well, you know what? If they oh, be if patient, they should
1: And what if, they if, say to Sixers? Trust, 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 trust the pros. Trust the process.
0: Process. <laughs> So if they, if they take your advice, they could have multiple shots because they'll be swimming in money. Um, Correct. Uh, uh, all right. Excellent. Pabst pick. I love it. Um, okay. Like you said, I was thinking about the championship parade uh, because championship parades are awesome um, uh, when it comes to people swearing and yelling and drinking and everything. And, and um, we had actually on – after the World Series or after the World Series, I think Johnny Gomes, who had his moments in championship parades, you know, he he broke it down. But I was just you went through one, in obviously 2007. So what do you what's give me a good story from that? Anything?
1: Uh, uh the parade. Yeah, do I... you remember it? Not really. I was about <laughs> to say um, I know I was wearing a kilt at some point. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, you know, I I remember uh, I remember that night. I think I got back uh, after a couple days of no sleep. I think I got back. I got some sleep. I think that night we went out with the Dropkick Murphys after the parade. They had a bar, you know, and um, I think we played Guitar Hero or something. And we just, I think the the bar was so packed. But um, yeah, I don't really remember. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: that's fair. fair. That's fair. I mean, you know, it's it's yeah. Uh, what I remember about that was, um, well, there's a lot of re-sign Mike Lowell signs. I remember that, uh-huh. and uh, I remember beers being thrown back and forth. But you know, it's 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 it's, it's something where I remember I saw Jokic initially be like, oh, "I got to go home." I'm like, dude, like you don't understand. This is the payoff. Oh, yeah. The parade is the payoff. The the payoff, yeah. not really the parade. But like you said, just hanging out in the city for a few days, like Mike Napoli walking shirtless for three days on Boylston Street, or whatever you did, you know. So that's the but, payoff.
1: Yeah, man. I, I think the, uh, most of his teammates probably convinced him to stay for the parade.
0: Yeah. Well, they were good teammates, and because he's happy, he did. All right, well, we've we solved a lot, a lot of uh, problems today. We, yeah, we The most importantly thing is that we know one team in the National League. We know what the National League representative in the World Series is going to be. We've defined that. The Philadelphia Phillies. We have. There you go. All right, man. You're the best. You're okay, the Rob. best. I enjoyed it, my man.